Man, we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. How's it going? Sipping on a 40. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. Get the network. Three shows, one swipe. Make your hockey life just a little bit better, man. Just do it. Make your hockey life better. Tonight on Sipping on a 40, we're joined by, by Nick Bondi again, man. What's up, Nick? What's up? How's it going, bro? I'm doing uh, all right. I, I would have been better if they if they won that game, but oh. I'm, still, I'm still pretty good. Still feeling good. Hey, man. Feeling good. You had some Uncle Fatties. What type of pizza did you get from Uncle Fatties, man? I got one slice of like the extra cheese Ooh. and a couple slices of like the one where the Capicolo or Ooh. it was the meat one. Yeah. Yo, um, I don't, I don't really go. To, that was like my second time ever going to Uncle Fatties. So. Really? Yeah. Hey, man. If you're gonna be here more, you're going to Uncle Fatties more. Just up the street. Uh, next well, time, next time I'm Whole Foods. Next time I'm Whole Foods. Hey, hey, next, yo, Whole Foods. People, people say it's, it's pricey. It is, but it's, it's worth it, man. You know, it's worth it. Speaking Wait, of, here's my question. Do I? I've never been to Whole Foods before. Do I get a deal? Because I'm an Amazon Prime member as well. Same uh, company. Do I get like some sort of like? Discount? I don't know. Is there a discount I don't if you're know. a Prime member? Same same company. They're both owned by Amazon. Damn, so. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I just get you know an Americano from there, a muffin, sometimes a burrito bowl. I don't know. That's a good question, man. What do you do, Whole Foods? What do you do, man? Okay, let's get to the game. The St. Louis Blues were in town, and they beat the Canucks two one in overtime. But damn, the city's having fun, man. I, I can't, I can't think of any reason to be disappointed in what happened tonight. Even the way that the game ended, I think that's the funniest moment I've ever seen in hockey. Top three Canucks ending that I can remember for sure. How often do you get a, a, a three-on-zero breakaway against you? Dude, look how it that started. Might be, that might be the the one three-on-zero like breakaway in an overtime we may ever see in the next few years. Didn't the finish look? Look like something you'd see from either an all-star game or one of those open practices. Yeah. There's like one drills they do to try yeah. and like test the goalie's flexibility or whatever. Or make the fucking eight-year-olds laugh yeah. and shit. Yeah, that that it looked exactly like that. It looked like Markstrom was super embarrassed at the end too, but the dude had no chance. Uh, the people sometimes, sometimes the laugh you just got life you just gotta laugh. Yo, hundred percent. I feel like Jaden Schwartz, who scored the goal, he was laughing. He was like, Are you serious? That's how that's how this ended. Are you serious? Meyer slips. Into Miller, well, they were all making but, it a three on zero. It was going to be a three on zero regardless. It, it, yeah, they're all it, behi- they're all behind the goal line. Even if Myers doesn't take him out, there was like they just all went for broke, and that's the danger of missing, you know, far side when hey, oh, uh, yeah. in three on three overtime. Yeah, that's man, what's going to happen. Man, aim, but still better than any result in a shootout. Yo, the Canucks, they they battled till the end again, and they kept it entertaining. It was a different type of game. I, I mean. I think there was like what five minutes, five minutes into the third period, both of us were, were saying that. Oh, I don't think they're gonna score one today. I just thought they were gonna lose. Okay, and then they just like picked it up. Big kill. They sucked on the power play today, but big kill late in the third, and then after that, a couple big hits, and they got the moment- momentum going. And, and I'm gonna say it right now. Well, I've said it many times. Quinn Hughes, best Canucks defenseman of all time. Okay, I don't get how there's even an argument. Okay. No, Quinn Hughes, the yeah, man. The he took is, over the, the third period. The argument is he's played 20 games. Yeah, great. And he's the best Canucks best, defenseman of all time. Best, Yo. best Canucks defenseman after 20 games. Hey, 
best Canucks defenseman of all time. I'm not fucking giving up on that, and I've said it. You are. You're, I give you're, it. you're squat. You're staking that take. I'm staking that take, and by game 50 of Quinn Hughes' career, I'm telling you, okay? Might as well make the fucking t-shirts, okay? Everyone's going to be copping one of those. Quinn Hughes is the best fucking Canucks defenseman of all time t-shirts. They're going to be saying the exact same thing. He was elite in the third period in that game. He had an amazing game overall. I think, you know, he showed, like, his skating ability really shine through today. Some of those, some of the, like, there was, like, one play where he just didn't, eat, like, another defenseman would be flat-footed, give up, and kind of, like, try and track back. No, he was skating around and trying to, you know, get the puck back. Like, it was just amazing to see. Looks like the ankle's fully healed is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. 100% of it. And it looked, uh, it looked like, well, it sounded like Quinn Hughes felt he could have played on Saturday. But they're just being, you know, safe with uh, safe with Mr. Quinn. And he's a gamer, man. He's a fucking baller. I've been saying it. Everyone should know it. He competes so hard, man. Him and Pedersen, they're they're almost at the same level. I know, I know Pedersen seems to be on a complete other tier. But sometimes I watch Quinn Hughes and how good can this guy be? Real talk. And you just said he's only played 20 games in the NHL. 20 games. Supposedly undersized. Man, are you telling me that Quinn Hughes is not when when he plays a game of hockey against another team, he's not you know a top three player on the ice, playing that game, participating in that game? Hard, crazy. hard to argue against that at this point. Crazy, he's elite. Yo, I got a question for you, okay? I got a question for sure. everyone listening, sure. okay? Maybe Bring we'll it. actually post a fucking poll on the old Twitter account there, okay? Next year, are we going to be asking ourselves that question? Is the NHL going to be asking? asking this question who was better Pedersen or Hughes oh yeah I, at this point I think I would go Pedersen that's not what I'm asking though like I'm just asking like are, do you think they're going to be asking that question are we going to be even having that debate you think so yeah why not why not why not they're both that good going back to this team being fun and Quinn and Pe Pedersen being a part of that fun in the beginning of the year when they were winning games, I don't feel I don't feel like they were doing it the right way. It was boring. They're grinding things out. A lot of new players, maybe that's why it took took a while for things to click. Lost but, in all the hoopla is a lot of people are forgetting they didn't play that well against Calgary Emerson to start the season. Exactly. And it was boring. It was bad. And even when they won, once again, it was kind of boring and sad. You can't play that way when you're two best players. By far your two best players. No offense to Horvat, no offense to Besser, no offense to Miller. Our Quinn Hughes and Patterson, elite skilled players. You have to play a different way to cater their style. And I think we didn't see it a lot today until pretty much the end where we saw a lot of intensity. And, and again, I don't think we saw that much creativity today, but the city and the team need to be fun. And I think I think Vancouver right now, that's one thing that's that's making the fan base super happy. It's It's actually entertaining. Oh, this is this is by far the most entertaining the product's been in at least four to five years. Man, four to like, five. There's no yeah. question. Yeah, I I don't remember anything from the 2015-16 season. I legitimately do not remember anything. I would argue Just how this boring is, that team was. Th this feeling, and you know, I'm 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 a bit I'm a bit biased, and I've also taken that little break from hockey. I don't think it's been this exciting in this city, like the product since 2011 because 2012 was like everything kind of even though the team was good and there was a bit of excitement because of what happened the year before but it, it just felt kind of 
spooky and dark and, and gross and people were just waiting till april i don't remember you know october november being this exciting no after, after the 2011 12 season was yeah people were just like okay bring on the bring on the playoffs like we've done all this like win president's trophy stuff before but it, like i'm legitimately hyped for i was legitimately hyped today for a november 5th game against the st louis blues when was the last time anyone said that that's right what now? i'm fucking saying and I don't think it's because, you know, we're making shows and whatnot. It's just there's something to do. And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm watching the fucking Canuck game. You know, I'm from the city of Vancouver, Surrey, BC, Burnaby, ev anywhere. I'm watching the fucking Canuck game. It's cool, man. It's uh, it's what the city needs. What else is Vancouver going to do? Uh, what what are we going to do? You know, nothing. <laughs> Straight enjoy, up. Enjoy our uh, world-class fucking mountains and scenery. Yeah, exactly, yo. Shout out to the mountains, but man, come on. Come on. Pop culture, you know, it matters. And, you know, sports part of that shit. Come on, man. Come on. Man, oh, man. The Canucks lose 2-1 to the St. Louis Blues. Man, those Blues. David Perron, I want to talk about him for a bit. You know, we got we to gotta shed, shed a little light on the other team. Is he not the biggest piece of shit in the NHL? And, and I mean that when I say biggest piece of shit, take that as a, as a fucking compliment, okay? Because in order, in order to be the best or the biggest piece of shit, you have to be good. At the thing, thing you're occupied in, you know. And Perron's a great hockey player, man. He's good. He's he's a, and he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he's a quintessential kind of like French Canadian like shit disturber, man. A little bit of Claude Lemieux in him, yeah, man. That's actually true. And he probably doesn't have the the track record with suspensions. I don't even know if the guy's ever been suspended, but he does play the game on the edge. He hates the other team. He does like he he hates everyone on the other team. And St. Louis know this, man. They, they brought him back. They, no, he's been part of the St. Louis roster or brought back on that roster three different times in his career. That's crazy, man. It's probably because they can trade him, get some assets, or, you know, I don't know. The blue, they just can't give up on David Perron. <laughs> That's... He's like... Perron's like the uh, like that ex. You know, you can't, you can't stop texting. Oh, man. He's like... They can't give up on him. They can't move on. Hey, you know what... It, Trying constantly trying to get him back, and you know what? He was playing like a man possessed that last shift of the game. Oh yeah, man! Once he, he saw that, I think it was O'Reilly got hurt. He was like, "Fuck this!" He, he I legitimately thought he was gonna score. Like yeah, he was know. just like, I don't know how that wasn't a penalty, but damn, Miller smoked the dude, right? Miller smoked O'Reilly. Is that what happened? And then Ron came after yeah. him. I don't know. Maybe it was O'Reilly. O'Reilly was else. playing like a man possessed that last shift. He's good, man. You know what else I was thinking about while I was watching this game? What? You know how we have a tough time over here at our studios comparing Horvat to really anyone. O'Reilly Horvat, am I am I crazy or I I think I could be uh Horvat ceiling for sure. Mm. That's fucking Yeah. Look at us, man. We sound like uh, a bunch of uh betting bros, you know. I saw I saw a lot. Of, you know what? We'll run a we'll run a segment a little later. Okay? That we'll get into that one tweet I saw, but the betting bros are having I feel as if the Benning Bros in Vancouver actually meet up for like pizza parties and shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Straight up. Or they're in Twitter group chats. Or maybe they took it all the way and they already have uh, WhatsApp groups established. But I can, you know what? I, I <laughs> Come can, on. No, I see. I can see them all going to a bar and not like a like a hipster bar, but like the pint. Oh, the pint. Oh they man. They seem like it seem like a group of people who like the pint. Oh man, I've had and a, they and, and they go there and they just talk about how Jim Benning I guess can do no wrong. I don't know. Yo, some of my best times, I'm not gonna lie, have been at the Pint in Vancouver. But 
I will also say, I'm There's pretty. A lot. Ge- I'm pretty generic when it comes to where I go downtown, and the pints are pretty generic. Yeah, hundred percent generic. It's, it's like, like you're not mind, even trying. I don't mind going there once in a while, but like. There's better if you want a more eclectic bar. Mm. There's better choices out there, like the ones you mentioned on. You can literally go across the street on the Met, and it's cheaper. And oh, I've been to the Met yeah. a couple of times. I've been. To I would the say Met. I would say the Met's probably. I've had a better good times at the Met too, and I like it better because it's got a bit of a kind of divey feel, even though it's probably not really a dive bar. But what what's a dive bar, man? I'm not. I'm not. Dive bar is just kind of like I know this shit. It's on the cheaper side. Maybe it's oh. a bit more like run down. Like the Low Heat Village is a dive bar. See, I don't know what the hell that bar. is. Man, oh man. You just taught me. You you told me three bars, three brand new bars on this episode. And then earlier today we talked about the shit on commercial. I see bars everywhere. I haven't been. Yo, I got I to gotta pick it up, man. The Benning Bros are not going. Yeah, I agree. You have to. Yeah, You, you have be, to. You should become an alcoholic. <laughs> that's, that's That sounds hey, like man. a good strategy. Hey, man. I, I bet the bars are fucking loving well, I don't think it's picked up to that point yet. Do you think? Do you think so? Where the bars are kind of being uh, filled up? Not on a Tuesday. No, 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 no. You know what? On this program, we said that you know we'll have a verdict on on what type of team this is after Game Forty One. Not to tease it or give it away completely. I think, I think it's safe to say that this team, you know, it, it was easy for it to take a step last year because they were so bad. You know, they were so bad for years and years. And last year they got Pedersen, and it seemed to kind of like. Pedersen just oozed confidence, and the rest of the team got a little bit more confident, and they played a bit harder. And last year, you saw that, but they still sucked. They played harder. It was evident in how the games were looking, but the team the team still sucked. This year, they've taken the next step where they play hard, and they obviously got some new players, and again, Hughes Pedersen being elite. I think it allows this team to actually, you know, they might be a good team, man. Yeah, I think we'll pro. I think we'll know sooner than that. I think after like twenty twenty five games, you can Whoa. we can we can determine if this team is kind of for real or not. But I think just because of the start they've had, they've built up enough good cushion where I think they'll at least they'll at least be in the mix for a playoff spot heading into like after trade deadline, last couple of weeks of the season. I think they've afforded themselves that with the start they've had. Matt, that that's. That's coming up, man. Game 25, 10 games. I know that's a large chunk of the season. I, yeah, man. Maybe I'm just being too stubborn. Maybe I'm. Maybe it's all those times where, you know, I bash Jim, Jim Benning. Speaking of Jim Benning. See, if you become a Benning, bro, you nah, can just nah, forget nah, all nah, That's about not going to happen. You can't live in, live, in, uh, you know, live in bliss. Man, we'll save the Jim Benning talk for after the break. We'll run an ad after the ad. We got Benning bros, man. You're Benning bros. I guess this is one thing about the the team winning. The Benning Bros are a bit louder. And we can actually run the segment again. So <laughs> thanks for the fucking content. I am your brother, your best friend forever. Hey, this is Benning Bros where we, you know... Have to talk about some tweets regarding those uh, those Benning Bros, because it is the most fascinating hashtag in the world of sport. You know, uh, a group of people, almost like a fucking clan. Real talk, the Benning Bros came out of nowhere. Over, over a GM who's led his team to fucking like not even mediocrity, just hor- like horrible, horrible results. Yeah, the Benning Bros. 
I think they just gave up on being negative and were like, fuck it, you know what? Peace being, and love. Being, being negative is a lot of work. It, it's a lot of hard work. <laughs> it's, like I said, it's much easier to live in. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Even in the world of sport where, you know, it may, may sound like sport doesn't fucking matter, it, it is easier to, yeah, not be so fucking negative. But I still found it very surprising how, you know, the Benning Bros, you know, became something after watching shit. I really do. Over summer where, you know, first round picks and the same deal kind of kept happening. I was just surprised, okay? And it inspired this segment, the Benning Bros. Okay, look at this tweet. Look at this tweet. It really speaks for what's happening here in Vancouver or wherever you are here in Canuck Nation, okay? We know the Canucks aren't inevitably going to lose some games during this tough November-December stretch. Knowing that, my favorite part will be seeing the bitter basement mo- <laughs> the bitter basement mama bros come out come out of the woodworks after a few losses only to be silenced once again Wait, by the how, team's how success. This is by this is by uh How did you know Cash you lived, How do you know you lived in my mom's basement? <laughs> that's I don't that, Bitter that basement mama bros. Not not just bitter bros. This guy went all the way to bitter basement mama bros. You know, uh, we talked about, you know, this rivalry, Benning Bros, bitter, bitter Bros, it's real, it's intense. You know, hey, don't, you know, keep it to the fucking fingers, you know? Don't don't bring it to the streets. It's entertaining, though. I'm telling you, in the world of sport, Twitter sport, it is the best hashtag. I'm telling you. Here's the thing that I took away from this tweet, though. Like, the Canucks just lost today, right? They could lose another two straight. And looking looking at it from from a glance, they're still having a good season. They could lose three straight, four straight. Yeah, okay, whatever. They're playing better. That should just be the standard. Like, as long as you get better. Are, Are these Benning bros just going... Over the top? Like, do they really think that this team's going to win the cup? Or going to do something dangerous? Or, you know, what's the real real expectation of this team after 15 games for you? For me, like I said, it's make a playoffs and, you know. How about if you were a Benning bro? Oh, if I'm a Benning bro, I'm thinking, you know. If yeah. I'm a super optimistic Benning You're getting bro, everyone thinking, Christmas jerseys. Like, I'm thinking, Canuck jerseys I'm for thinking Christmas. we can at least make the conference finals. Holy shit. Well, Hey, Holy hey, hey, shit! Hey, hey. Woo! Because here's what I'm thinking: if I'm if I'm I'm just putting myself in that mindset right there, that the Pacific Division is not shaping out so far the way everyone thought it would it would shape out, right? Everyone thought the top three would be, you know, Vegas, San Jose, Calgary, in no particular order, but right now it's literally Edmonton, Arizona, and Vancouver. So the path to you know, getting to the conference, getting out of the Pacific. If you look at it now. If you look at it now, it's wide open. <laughs> Damn, bro. That's the way the Benning bros be thinking. They're thinking that, you know, shit's not going to go back to normal. Hey, man, you said it's easier to be, you know, a little bit more happier about your team. I get it. And the, the product on the ice and how they've played, I said it. I said early in the season they played boring hockey. Now I would say, oh, what, over the last, pretty much from that game against St. Louis, they've been... They've been good, and 90% of the time, they've been the way better team. Not even just better. Way better. So I get where, you know, the happiness is coming from, you know, the delusional thoughts. And, man, the, the bitter basement mama bros or whatever, that's that's harsh, man. I'll have you know my mom's basement is very nice. Hey, man. <laughs> when I was living in my, my parents' basement, like back in the day when we had like a basement suite and whatnot, yo, it was nice as fuck, too. It was great. Shout out to those people, man. Shout out to... Should, should we really be giving those people shout out to Who cares, man? As long 
as you're happy. Uh, one last note. I think, nah, man, you know what? I won't even say it, man. I, yeah, I like the rivalry, man. Keep at it. We'll say it after game 41. No, say it. Say it. Nah, nah. Okay, okay, I'll say it. Don't you think that those bitter bros, they want to they wanna be wrong. They're cheering for the same fucking team, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that more later. I just, sports, man. Sports are fucking fucked up. Thanks for listening to Sipping on a 40. The Canucks lose tonight to the Blues. 2-1 in overtime to what was the funniest overtime goal in the history of hockey. Seriously, I can't wait to see the GIF. I cannot wait to see the GIF. Wyatt's definitely got it. Sipping on a 40. Thanks for listening. Get the damn network. Three shows. One swipe. The quickie. Silky and filthy. And sipping on a 40. Have a good morning. A good afternoon. A good night. Shout out to Bondi. I do not know when you're listening to this, but I appreciate it. We appreciate it. It's we. Okay, it's we. Team effort. Peace.